everybody welcome to the fucking fish fucking two fish in a pod fucking pod fucking cast we're doing some shit and it's gonna be sick we got uh got fucking we got fucking fraser here obviously and uh howdy i got my friday the 13th shirt on oh, appropriate for today so sick dude yeah buddy so uh cool yeah we yeah. got a fucking big old guest today um fucking dave James Allen, David James Allen. Very excited to have him in. He's got a new record out, Radiations. Um, it's a fucking I've been masterpiece. Listening to it all day. So fucking good. But uh, yeah, let's great. fucking have him. Let's get him in here. Let's fucking let's look at this guy. This a, you got the audio going? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so I love hey. it. Oh, How's it going, buddy! Dave? What's happening? Hey, man! How's it going, buddy? Dude, uh, I'm, it's going good. You can hear me, okay? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Oh, yeah, everything okay. sounds good on this end. Sweet. Yeah, nice How you guys doing, man? Good. So for the little delay uh, on lateness, we just oh, all good. Just uh, figuring everything out still. So yeah, fun. yeah. This is this is Dude. the first official episode we've had a guest on. So yeah, man, you're the first we guest. Had to get some, yeah, yeah. It's I nice to it. have Thanks. you on, buddy. Yeah, man. Look at I love that cheers. poster you got behind you. Yeah, Prince Edward County. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> fucking Montreal and Barry. We got a fucking worldwide. Yeah, we got a whole. <laughs> this is worldwide connect now. going on here. <laughs> Hell yeah! But um, yeah, that's a sick fucking Dinosaur Junior poster, dude. Holy shit! Thanks, man. Was that you? I got that. You... Uh, uh, an old roommate in college gave me that. Oh yeah, it's, uh, gonna... one of what's his name. Justin Sant. Oh, cool. He's like a does does a bunch of posters and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen a few of his before. True. I thought. Yeah. Sometimes I never know when I see posters now if people just collect them or if they've actually went to the like concert. Sometimes. You, you, this was a gift. Yeah. Right. Ah. Uh, so I've never seen Dinosaur Junior in my life. But, <laughs> true. Um, me neither. I love the po- the. I mean, the concept of the poster is awesome. And, uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of good. your artwork actually a little bit. Like, kind of like you got you yeah. throw some uh, kind of all the stuff together and then layer it nice, and it's fucking yeah, yeah. You like get mesmerized in it. Yeah, artwork, yeah. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, I probably uh, probably uh, leaked into my brain. <laughs> for so many years you know <laughs> yeah hell man um well yeah yeah uh we both love the new record like unreal yeah i i, I gave you, you a, i gave you a good amount of spotify lessons today appreciate it i uh yeah it's great i i was gonna say i love the uh i, I feel like the this record is a comparative to uh when the demons come 
when I feel like when the demons come out a bit more of like a gospel kind of influence oh, yeah, to sure. it, where this record I feel like has some more like funk, uh, soul, rock and roll kind of sure, influences yeah. mixed with your kind of like country folk style. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really cool. It's a really cool record yeah, all the way through, man. A really good yeah, listen. Thanks. I feel like you picked up on it. I feel like this year, this year's been a kind of a jumping around on those uh, particular genres, so it probably leaked into the okay. uh, production. You know, for sure, um, for sure, yeah. I dig the the the, soul, the kind of soul influence and a little bit of like the wah wah guitar. Yeah, and oh, yeah the wah wah really good. Yeah. <laughs> wah wah's great, and, and then it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it does like dance around a lot, but it has your own uh, in like influence of just like songwriting and everything that like I've we've known because we've we've known you like through barry for a while like stone tr- uh stone oh, yeah. trial yeah we go like, way back yeah, to the like DIY days. yeah, yeah. the D- diy space absolutely oh yeah. ip one yeah of i remember space i remember that we i think we played a show with stone trotter this is a while back <laughs> it, at the yeah. diy and something happened with your harmonica or your harmonica oh yeah i remember that thing <laughs> and i was like totally <laughs> no, i got one and i ran yeah. out to the you parking lot to my car and yeah. went and grabbed <laughs> went and grabbed my harmonica holder. Yeah. damn dude imagine nowadays great, someone's man. like yo your mouth touched that i'm gonna i can't do that <laughs> yeah, yeah true that so is different that, that would not fly even like mics now times. like uh been jamming with um my buddy's been him villa and like we we bring our own mics now to like the jam space and everything just because you're like you don't know who was singing on it earlier yeah that's stuff same like with that. me i've been bringing i've been bringing my own mic as well wow. it's wild but um yeah it makes I, sense it's it's uh it's weird it's times weird. but uh yeah the yeah. other the other thing about the record Absolutely. i i uh i really like is uh i can't remember the full name of the song the one that's like um is it like save the dance? Song? Oh yeah, oh yeah. To share this oh, dance, share this I dance. Think that's yeah, closer to the end of the album. Like a bluesy yeah. flavor to it. Yeah, it, it really reminded me of like a maybe a little bit more psychedelic, uh, like Merle Haggard kind of bluesy country, heavily. <laughs> nice. I don't know if uh, you're like working yeah, for yeah, a music yeah. man or something like that. Like a nice no, working man blues. That's it. Like it kind of like working man blues. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It really like I was like yes, I'm really into this. Oh, cool. Yeah. Working, yeah. working for the music man, I think it's Daniel Romano. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, also, like a good record. Good. Yeah, record. that was like I think that was his first, his first, his first, first record, first yeah. kind first of big record, record yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely. Yeah, we're big Daniel Romano fans for sure. Oh, same here, man. man this, oh, what about this year? Eh? Yeah. Just oh yeah, he's released like ten one year. or eleven yeah. albums at this point. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I haven't been able to keep up with it, but I, I me neither. the other day I kind of dabbled in a few of them. Uh, and I really like the record. He does he does a record with a, a female singer. I think it was the second or third one he put out this year. And yeah. it's got more of that oh, kind with, of like old, old country um, vibe to it. JR, uh, really with JR, I think, do, do you know her, Dave? Because you like kind of, you went to school down in St. Catharines, no? <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I know uh, JR. Uh, we've done a few shows together back when Stone Trotter was a band. Yeah. I, th- I think I was kind of creeping. So, I don't know if it was her. Even, even back in college, I think we played a few shows together. Yeah. I think you guys uh, played the Cameron House, was it? Before? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. We did. Yeah. I was that like, was I don't know. One. It wasn't like I wasn't like trying to like prepare for this. Like, I was just like, 
I literally, it was the other day just kind of creeping. And I think I, I don't know why, <laughs> but I was just like creeping old posters. Sometimes I just like looking at old posters. And then I saw, yeah, you, you guys played with, uh, together at the Cameron house, like way back in the day when she was going by her full totally. name, I believe. Yeah. She, yeah. Awesome. Awesome songwriter. Uh, beautiful voice. Yeah. And, uh, we uh we we did a residency i think at the cameron house and it was part of that uh part of uh, that we'd, we'd bring in uh, uh friends sick. you know to open up the shows and kind of share the night with us and, that's sweet uh, the cameron house is good yeah. for that kind of oh, thing because yeah. i know i don't know if you've ever heard of the Mm-mm. group called oxford blue but uh it's my buddy pat it's the guy who actually masters all of my stuff and he's played in uh possum he's played in vipers uh but before he started getting into the kind of garage psych punk scene, he, 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 the, Oxford Blue is pretty big. Daniel Romano actually produced okay. the first album and it's like really great kind of like old timey country stuff. But I remember that they, every once in a while, they do a residency at the Cameron house too. Nice. So I, I know the Cameron house is good for like that, that kind of thing, being able to get in there for the month and have like a weekly show or whatever. Yeah, it, it helped me. Uh, it helped me out huge, like cutting cutting our teeth in Toronto. You know, that was probably one of the one of the first venues that actually gave us a chance, like when we were with a band, and yeah. um, it was super helpful. You know, rushing rushing in, getting used to setting up setting up uh, oh. equipment real quick. You know, and <laughs> yeah, you know, like sandwich between a few different artists. At yeah, the Cameron House, and uh, yeah, it's small. It was pretty good. It was a good learning experience, and. Uh, the staff that work there are, are always awesome. Yeah. And, uh, it's like even just going to see shows, they're always living in Toronto, man. Like some of the musicians that go through that door are incredible. For sure. For sure. It's, you lived in Toronto because I've heard so much about it. I did for uh, for a <laughs> short period, about a year and a half or oh, so. True. I, I was in I uh, the West End, the junction. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. But now you're, you're based out of Prince Edward County now, right? Prince Edward County. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I still cool. got a, I still got a big love for Barry though in my heart. You know, I, I miss yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so parts of it. So do I. Yeah, <laughs> I just moved back, um, and I love it. I am down at uh, Duckworth and St. Vincent. You know, like where they meet there. Yeah. The, the weird, absolute confusing intersection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that weird, like ziggy zaggy. Exactly. And you're right on the corner, actually. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm uh I'm hoping to this summer. We'll see how things go, but like throw a little mini outdoor fest because I got like a little decent deck patio. So sweet, yeah, we'll get you on there and uh, yeah, band. have some have some homies playing in the backyard. Do a little back Brock yeah. Brock fest. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Something. A live show would be incredible, right? Right? Now. I oh, know. I know, man. You guys got to be feeling it too, eh? Oh, for sure. Oh. I mean, I even just started. I hadn't played music with another human being for like eight months, and yeah. I just started uh, jamming with my new my new band for my solo stuff. And I started drumming in a band and playing bass in another band. So like my life wow. went from like literally doing nothing yeah. to g- play, having band practice three times a week. Well, and it's like go. it's so nice just to have that connection and actually play like it's not like playing a show of course still i'm like you know i'm waiting for the shows to come around but even just to have the chance to play music with another human being is nice because i've just been cooped up in here 
in this little square right with here your, with your sitar just fucking <laughs> going hard on the sitar <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the cowboy hat on it <laughs> country oh, sitar man, I, I like I can it. only imagine I, I feel I feel I feel <laughs> that though Fraser that's pretty much where I've been I haven't had a, a band uh, jam experience still so I'm still trapped in that little room yeah. it's good, it's oh, good too but uh, yeah man that connection must be sweet yeah, it was like just the first time I was back at a band practice. Like, I feel like my whole life like aligned again. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is great. This is what I'm like <laughs> on earth to do is play music. Because it's, it's you know, I, my, my favorite art form is just being alone by myself and recording, doing similar stuff that, that you do, Dave. Um, but yeah, to get out there and play with people again, it was like, oh, my purpose came back to me. I was like, yeah, playing live music. It's great. Yeah. So actually that like, that's turns me into a, a good question here. Uh, so for the, the record, did you record everything yourself, Dave? Was that all you like um, in your studio or you have some players on or I, I did a, a yeah, I, I did. Ben, I, ben Lemon was helping you or something. Right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, um, a good chunk of it was done here in uh in this room and then nice. um drums are done by Brit brad kilpatrick who's a toronto-based uh, cool. musician um and he has his own little uh setup at home as well so nice. it worked out perfectly considering we couldn't really get into a studio oh, cool so day. everything was kind of done remotely every everything wow. was done remotely for oh this. wow um well almost everything because uh what happened was i had um this, this uh record originally i had it all I started recording it like in 2018. So I had all wow. the songs prior to this year. And then, um, you know, I started traveling around doing some of the recording at home. I had like some scratch, you know, drum tracks I did in a, in the basement. And I started piecing it together. It was about like 65, 70% done. Um, I went out to uh, Toronto and uh, met up with a fiddle player and a cellist that lives there to record nice. some of the violins that are on the record. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, I thought you played. I was like, that's sick. I didn't know you played. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I dabble, but I don't play that well. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, um, so I, I, the majority of it was done um, in 2018. Um, and then my hard drive crashed and I lost all the session files. Oh. So what happened was uh, 2020 rolled around and I was bummed. Yeah, bummed about it. Dude, but, I would, um, cr- I'd be crying for months if that happened. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. It worked out. It worked out, and uh, I was able to save. Uh, specifically, I was able to save the uh, uh, the violin tracks. Um, I had raw sessions on an old SD card. Um, so wow. I thought, you know, um, I'll just re-record everything, and then it turned into what it is now. So I just uh, that's crazy. Wow. It took a a month for song and just re-recorded it all um and brad's great he's got like a really good intuitive um you know mind to uh just give his like flair to it right yeah that's right yeah (laughs) yeah okay yeah that's that's wild that's a wild story honestly like and then even like i don't know like people might not know but like you were hoping to put this on uh vinyl and it is coming on vinyl. We're very stoked on it. Yeah. Fraser and I both are going to go. Oh, it is. so stoked. But it's just like, to, uh, I kept on yeah. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like slowly percentage by percentage. Days are going by. I was like, man, this is stressful to watch. Like, just like, 
And like down knowing, <laughs> yeah, the when it was coming down to the wire. Yeah, now knowing the backstory, I <laughs> oh, bet you you're man. just like, man, like holy, can we just get this going? Yeah, like, yeah, wow. it's it's totally, yeah, t- totally mind blowing. Feeling so grateful. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, man, it's been a long time. It's been a long. Um, it feels really nice to get it out. Um, yeah. It's been a long time coming, you know. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait for vinyl. This will be the first record on vinyl, so um, I'm like super pumped. I, I just to get it in very, my hands, you know. Just yeah, that's totally. I think everyone's dream. On, on that topic, actually, you're putting it out through Garment District. I saw. Yeah, um, that's right. I'm curious about this label because I'm. I think it was Possum put out an album with them, and I'm. I'm thinking possibly. Yeah, I think possibly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. is it Roy as well? Uh, like, because uh, there's I, I had a couple of friends, and I knew Possum was one of them that yeah. had put out something on Garment District, and I had kind of never heard of this label before. Yeah, uh, okay. I still don't know much about it, but yeah. I now I'm curious because I have like friends from like totally different communities putting out uh, records on this label now, and it seems like it's new. It's a new thing, and they're absolutely. based out of Toronto, but yeah. Hmm. Um, um, how how did you get hooked up with the uh, with all of that? Um, uh, Brennan Brennan who uh, who uh, runs the label. We actually went to college together, so we've known uh-huh. each other for like twelve or thirteen years. Okay, and, cool, um, cool. We, we yeah we go back, and you know he's always just been like a a big supporter and like a a great soundboard for me to like um, you know throw some ideas at on the business side of things and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of naturally uh, grew, and our, we just kept kept in touch. You know, uh, actually, funny enough, like when we were in college, he was uh, he he proposed my college band to be uh, manager of the band. And, uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the band broke up before anything came of it. No. But uh, and now we're working together. He's a he's a really incredible and awesome, awesome person. And uh, yeah, nice, cool. Just man. over time. We're plugging him. He's, cool. he's getting plugged. He's got plugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a great sense sense for music, and uh, he's uh, he knows a lot of uh, great musicians in the Toronto and uh, area. Nice. Um, so check it out, GarmentDistrict.com. For sure. I'm. I'm, I'm not, and, uh, we're sponsored. I'm not. Sure. <laughs> we're sponsored. Sure. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> so go on. I'm not sure if Possum is the only. Is that the only other record that they've put out? Uh, no, they he's done uh, uh, Sorry, um, Emily okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, there's a few different artists on the label. Um, Possum was one of them. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> Gone a blank. I mean, on the spot. That's about all I yeah, can think of. Right anyway, we don't need their full list. Like, <laughs> yeah. you guys can I go do, to their website if anything. Yeah, like, that's right. Everyone. I just think it's funny because you know maybe if the you know, like uh, Garmin District one day you know ke- keeps the record label going, I feel like uh, my early Dave Allen and Possum pressings might be might be worth a thing one day. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> they're already. I'm worth. an early fan, is what I'm trying to. Yeah, they're worth so pumped for that. Man, <laughs> I saw crazy. I see we're in Adidas tracksuit. Look at that. Are you like that's like a Mosey like influence, like Dan Romano Mosey's like when he was heavy in those Adidas tracksuits. <laughs> that's what it's reminding me of. I think right of now. it like uh Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. uh love that record. 
yeah. And uh, it's unfortunately it's not a tracksuit though. I don't have the. Uh, oh, you don't have the. He doesn't have the bottom. But it's uh, expensive to get them both, so I get it. I get it, man. Yeah, it's hard when you spend all your money on gear. <laughs> no, you, don't, you don't got yeah. the money for the full tracksuit all the time and rent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the necessities. True. But yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, how's uh, what's life like in uh, Prince Edward County? It's uh, well, I mean, this year's been strange, of course, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but Prince Edward County is uh, really beautiful. It's a lot of uh, it's right on the um, Lake Ontario, mm. so it's oh, okay. it's almost like an island. Um, it's not quite, an, excuse me, not quite an island, but it's a old uh, loyalist um, community down on Lake Ontario, about two hours eastward of uh, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, a lot of farm fields. Uh, life's a little slower out here. Um, <laughs> nice. Some good hiking trails. Um, the biggest town is Pitt. 5,000 people live in here. So it's, okay, pretty small. So it's like a lot of little, little oh, towns yeah. and stuff. Isn't there here. like, yeah, a, that's right. is there like, it's, it's, I think there's a hotel. Lots of is wineries it and breweries. Okay. But uh, yeah, there's like a hotel there. there there's like a hotel. Do, there, there is a hotel. They have to do like residencies there too, right? Um, or maybe, not that I know of. I thought, but maybe in the, maybe in the heyday. I mean, it was like a, it's a big area for um, like, there's a lot of history here, which is really cool. Nice. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, I mean, there was like a lot of like old booze runners living around here. Oh, it was, no uh, way. On Lake Ontario and, uh, you know, going across stone's wow. throw away oh, cool. the New York. So Hell they'd, yeah. Like, get on their ships and, you know, traffic shit. Breaking laws. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's... none of that's happening now. But yeah, I've seen if people follow you on social media, you've been, uh, been living that fit life trying to get outside do some jump rope running and yes man it's awesome man that's Got good yeah, yeah i feel like that's good. a perfect area it. for it like if uh yeah absolutely it's definitely like in toronto like yeah. you know you can't always do that get in nature and relax and um this this is true yeah. this is something I'm, i've been finding during quarantine because uh pre-covid i usually work as a stage technician here in montreal okay. and obviously that industry is just completely gone <laughs> right now um so yeah i haven't been working but my job is usually how i stay fit you know because i'm lifting yeah. road cases lifting sure. heavy things i'm very active on a regular basis but uh during quarantine i've been kind of cooped up in my apartment so i've been trying to like get out go for more walks uh you know be more active but yeah, much mm-hmm. like being in the city isn't really the greatest place to uh, for exercising. I mean, we do have the mountain. I was, I was just thinking that. Been, Fraser, that's where I've like been going mountain, to. Though, man. Like that's a the mountain is nice, nice hike. Yeah. The mountain is great. So that's that's kind of what I've been doing to keep myself active of just going for a hike. But it, you know, like you can only hike on that mountain so much before <laughs> you're like. Oh yeah, this thing again, you know, and it's like, I'm not, I'm not the kind, like I wouldn't necessarily go for a jog out on the street. I'm a little bit anxious and, uh, hike, hike yeah. the mountain. Yeah, so I mean, not hike, but run the mountain, just start run running. Oh yeah. That would be a good, well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what, that, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of what I have been doing, but, uh, oh, that's some good cardio. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of end up feeling like a, like a rat in a, 
Rat in a cage. Yeah, because I, I don't have very much pumpkins reference. places to go. It's basically just the mountain. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. This year sucks. good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say this year sucks. Um, get outside. It's fun. And also, Zoom calls are great, actually. I wish I did more of these, like, earlier quarantine I wish I yeah, jumped. Same. I wish I jumped on this earlier and made this sooner. I could have like would have been it would have made me. It could have been a different maybe. quarantine. That would have yeah. been less crazy. But I mean we, we got this to we got this to make it through the winter at least. So yeah, yeah I'm that's pretty true. stoked. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh, yeah, speaking of Prince Edward County, I was just driving yeah. through there recently because I've been oh, trying yeah? to get out of the city as much as possible. I don't actually yeah. have a I have a van anymore. So my partner okay. and I have been renting cars. Oh yeah, like we went, yeah, we went out to. Well, yeah, just from like enterprise. Nice. Uh, just yeah, getting a little week car rental, getting out of the city. Um, we went out to way out to Gas Bay at one point. Went out to the ocean, um, but mostly been spending a lot wow. of time in Ontario because I've got a lot of family, obviously, and, in Barrie. Dude, you should tell that story, dude, about the beach there. Which. The beach the, when uh, you went to Gas Bay, wasn't it like the beach you like thought it was? Oh, when there was a crazy thunderstorm. Oh, was it that? I thought it was when it was haunted. Well, was it was. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty. So he, told me, uh, he told me a crazy story like a month ago, and like I, it blew my mind. I thought was it the? Oh no, it was. Maybe it was about the was, the mountain. Was it the mountain? In it was Ali dragging me up the mountain. Because yeah, we so we were camping yeah. in in per se and per se is the picturesque place it's on postcards and stuff with that giant rock way out in the ocean with like the hole in it okay and anyway so we drove all the way out there and there's a bunch of campgrounds around there and we were camping and uh yeah we ended up going out for dinner had a few drinks uh went out to this little bar and you know we're 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 drinking and at some point like we we didn't we like didn't want to just be on the campground just like being playing music and being loud and stuff like after 11 so my partner uh who is indigenous decided to uh, just take my hand and be like come with me (laughs) and just walked into the forest up these trails and we ended up going up this up the side of this mountain and as and I had just finished reading Pet Cemetery, the Stephen oh. King book, <laughs> which is like the whole thing is like there's the trail behind their place and I never which read leads up to the pet the cemetery. The old the old one from the eighties? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of you you get the concept sure, at least. Yeah, yeah. And so like we're walking up this trail up the side of this mountain and it's a thunderstorm also. I didn't add that. It's absolutely the windiest weather I've ever experienced in my life. Uh, crazy thunderstorm. And so, yeah, she's kind of just like dragging me up the mountain. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit freaked out just because I'm still in that weird pet cemetery, Stephen King kind of mindset. Sure. And <laughs> going up and like, as you go up the mountain, they have these little like uh, marker uh, information plaques okay on the trail as you go up they're like oh here back in this time this happened and so all but all of the plaques are terrifying they're all like 
100 fishermen <laughs> murdered and the town governor never found out who they were. And like, so like we're going up this mountain going farther and farther up and the stories are just getting spookier and spookier. And I'm kind of freaking out. We don't have much light, but yeah, anyways, we, we made it all the way up the mountain, hung out up there for a little while, came back down. And then we decided to go check out down by the ocean and yeah, I've never experienced such crazy wind in my whole life. And we ended up doing like out on this beach at the ocean. And you know, the beaches also out on the East Coast is not like the West Coast. It's not these nice sunny beaches with like no. white sand and like a nice no. breeze. It's like windy, it's rocky, sure. there's crazy waves. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> and yeah, so we ended up down there in this crazy thunderstorm. We brought rain jackets on the trip, but forgot rain jackets. Anyways, we ended up getting absolutely soaked, and uh, I kind of woke up in a puddle. It was, like, <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit unpleasant, but nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, a pretty good time. But per se, very, very nice if you're ever uh, heading, out, heading out east. It's a nice little town. Yeah, I remember that for what's sure. It, what's the story? Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> I'm a total suck when it comes to scary moments, man. Scary oh, yeah. movies. I I suck at it, dude. I can't I do it. Freaking out, too, dude. Yeah, that's the <laughs> same here. Like hearing it, I'm like, yo, I, I can't do this. Like, fuck. This I mean, shit. I was freaking out, but I was like, <laughs> you know, you're I just buzzed. So you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever happens. Also, happens. I was I was drunk enough too. That that happened. Yeah. Out. So you're just like such as life. I whatever. had a little bit more confidence than I usually. Would. Plus, you're like soaking yeah. wet. So you're like, what? Like, what's uh, what's the worst that could happen? I'm already wet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's uh, uh this uh, St. Andrews by the sea out in uh, New Brunswick, and uh, oh, there's yeah. like this old uh, Fairmont hotel there, and uh, I went on a road trip with my buddies back in college to stay here. A buddy of mine was uh, working as a cook there and it's where the shining was shot or a, peer, a section of the shining was shot no. at the hallway scene. I think it was no where the, the tricycle is going on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been rumored that it's haunted and I got to sleep. In damn that, dude. Uh, Whoa. Haunted yeah, pretty Fairmont. Cool. Damn. Uh, what, what was this? What wow. was the town the city you were talking about? St. Andrews. Uh, St. Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. I know okay, of beautiful, it. I, beautiful, I've heard beautiful of it. little town there too, uh, if you get a chance as well, like, man. Is it on the Bay of Fundy, right? Or is uh, that just oh, I don't that know. might be a little a little west? I think I could try to think, but it might be on but it. Probably closer to Maine. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's more east. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man, we're getting so many Stephen King plugs in here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, for sure. We're talking yeah. about Maine. We're talking about The Shining. We're talking yeah, about plug Pet in, Cemetery. Plug in Stephen King. Um, if you've never heard of his books, uh, he's a great yeah. indie uh, writer. He, he's up and coming. Not very many people know about him. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't permeated every corner of pop culture. Exactly. You know. <laughs> that's that's crazy, man. I would. I would not be able to sleep if I slept in uh, the Shining uh, hotel or if well, I knew. Yeah, I mean, like we were trying to find you. We were trying to find uh, the right hallway. I mean, there wasn't like a a sign saying this is it, but yeah. it had that vibe. You know, old, oh, old that kind of creepy yeah, old hotel vibe. Old houses, yeah, they kind of have yeah. that vibe. The only yeah, fair I mean, I've been to is the susceptible to that. So I don't know. 
okay. yeah they because they're everywhere yeah they're very like they're, and very, a lot of them are old like yeah. castle kind of there's one in ottawa there's one in toronto there's one i think there, i didn't actually, know there's one in st andrews that's wild no, there is st andrews one. big is it a big city Oh no, it's pretty small. Dang, eh? That's wild. They got uh, they, they got a few different. Uh, it's cool, like a uh, tour spot while you're out east. Uh, Dang, you know, there's a, it's a pub there called the Red Herring. Okay, and they put on live music nights while you're out there, and it's like on a Wednesday. You know, a sure. good spot for. Did you guys day. like when you went on this college tour? Did you guys like? Were you, was it for music or just for fun or like? Did you uh, play this, some this, stuff? That that, co- that particular college trip was just for fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. But have you like played? Have two, you played uh, the Red Herring? Uh, then I played the Red Herring. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's look at um, this. but uh, we were we were out there for uh, like a East Coast trip visiting a friend, and then we went to uh, uh, Sappy Fest. We got to oh check that man, out. That was a good, a real good time. Yeah. I'm so sad I've never been. It's always on my birthday weekend. It's my favorite artist of all time, and I've just never, I've never gone. <laughs> Well, you gotta make it happen. Oh my gosh! I know. I need to. I need to do Savvy Fest. Like, like where does that Steve Lamke? I've heard, I've heard um, of it. That's in uh, Sackville. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I love like I love watching You've Changed like TV. Have you seen on YouTube where it's just like Shotgun Jimmy on there like interviewing people and he's just like I don't know I don't know how to interview like. Uh. <laughs> It's yeah, like, yeah. I, you know what? So I'm awkward. I'm a big fan, and I have seen some of those, and they're great, yeah. man. Great oh, entertainment. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Everyone is just they're so quirky, honestly. Like, like yeah. partner and uh, Steve Lamke, even uh, was it Steve Richard Lamke? Yeah, yeah, Richard La- Lavionette. So good. He, I love his like earlier re- his first record. I think so good. The yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, overly familiar, but um, oh, he's pretty sick. Nice. I'll link you. I'll I'll, I'll send you a link later. Good um, quality stuff coming out of that label. Oh yeah, yeah please do. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. I, he, uh, Steve Lamke opened for Daniel Romano last. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, he's like, like a, a, ago, he's a legend. Yeah. Fucking, and it was uh, him and uh, Dylan Earl. I don't know if you guys. I know Dylan Earl. I saw that. Oh my god! So that nice. same tour, that's when I first moved out to Edmonton, and that was uh, maybe like the second or third show I ever went to. It was so fucking good. Yeah, Dylan Earl's sick. He was like like an Alabama boy. Oh, or cool. Something like that. that was kind of same with me in Montreal. It was one of the. Oh damn. Yep. Uh, left Arkansas. Arkansas, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette, yeah. Arkansas. I think he's a. Yeah, he, we'll link you, Dave. He's, he's sick. He's playing. Dude. Have you guys heard of Nick Shoulders? Yeah, I I follow Nick Shoulders on Instagram. Oh uh, man, that guy's. Yeah, I've been super into whistler. that lately. But he played. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hell of a whistler. Hell of a yodeler. Yeah. Hell of no a way. Like that guy, man. And Is he's a like a country music encyclopedia as well. Oh, <laughs> like okay. he uh, he he actually made. He's an he's a great artist as well, and he made a really good uh, infographic. Um. You know those old Instagram things, and they've got yeah. five or ten little things, and okay. it's information about this subject or that subject or whatever. He did a really great one about uh, why country music should have a social conscience and the history of country music, and the That's roots, awesome. uh, uh, the, the roots in the south of the U.S. Um, Creole music, uh, the banjo, the banjo was incorporated from like enslaved Africans, um, the Appalachian. Uh, Appalachian folk, like the hillbilly music, um, and how that all—all all of these different things—kind of slowly seeped into each other to yeah. create what we know as country music. So, country music, a lot of people think is this like 
proud white uh, white people's genre when really a lot of the roots in it and especially in the south or comes from blue, blues music, creole music, oh, yeah. uh, different African elements and uh, the, the oh, yeah. thing that all these... I always say it's a white man blues. Was, so. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the thing that these people all had in common was that they were like broke. They were poor and uh you know these they they had the blues and blues you know blues and country and folk and all of this stuff it's so closely related and the histories are so intermingled um but yeah it's an interesting read if you do see it it's uh it's all nick shoulders artwork and he wrote it, he's a great uh, illustrator i like that yeah i like that and i know that we got that in common like we like uh you, you yourself fraser's awesome illustrations too man oh thank you i love uh Oh, I love yeah, that stuff. Fun. And with the multidisciplinary artists, you know, we've been talking about Daniel Romano for a while. Oh, yeah. He's that another one of those yeah, guys yeah. who are just, you know, they tackling a lot of different like little work projects. Totally a lot of respect yeah. for that. What's well, an interesting... Um, Sorry, he sounds, ahead, Nick Dave. Shoulders. Sorry, Nick Shoulders just sounds like he's got a... He comes from like a really, uh, you know, uh, he has a great perspective on... Uh, for sure. On a, you know, Southern music for sure because i think music. he grew up in new orleans or he was part of the new orleans scene for a long time and i think he recently moved to lafayette arkansas and him okay. and dylan earl just played a show together like an outdoor oh, thing nice. recently so that's what kind of sparked my my brain about it and also he just started up a uh, like a diy label a similar oh, kind nice. of thing to fishbum records uh but it's called garhole records okay <laughs> coincidentally nice. their logo is also <laughs> a fish or like an eel. Oh, that's oh, really? funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. And, and they, they just in, launched all of that. Kindred spirits so. over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. we're big into the DIY, which is like, Dave, you're big. Like, I feel like you're a big DIY guy. Like, you do all your own graphics in our work. And yeah. Absolutely. How did you get into like yeah. your graphics? Did you go to school for it or is that just something you just like hobby? Kind of just, it fell into kind of work after the love for it, I guess. Yeah, it was more the latter. I've been doing it like forever. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, the first time I was, uh, my uh, my dad was a systems analyst uh, okay. growing up. Or, well, he was kind of retired growing up, but he had a, a background in like early computers and stuff. So we always had computers growing up as a kid. And uh, I remember we had like the, you know, internet before everybody um, my <laughs> age. Dial up. And, uh, fucking dial up. Yeah, dial up internet, 56K. <laughs> the old dial up. Or whatever it was. But the second I could pirate some software, I was I was all in and uh nice. you know um figuring out how to make you know websites or graphics for like old clans from like Diablo or something like that, like old oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of really cool, cool. Yeah, that triggered <laughs> that triggered uh, that triggered it in me, man. I was just kind of having fun creating my own worlds on the internet because that was the that was what the internet was all about. Uh, oh yeah, and to me, sure. you know, as a young kid, yeah. I was yeah. just like, "Oh my god, you can just create these little like nooks." Of oh yeah, like yeah, and then there's like a community base, and like everyone like just like comments, and it's just it's wild. Like yeah. I, I never got big in the internet. Like we never really had a computer that much, and like my family wasn't big into the internet. I was probably the most out of everyone in my family that like took interest to it. But um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and they they talk about our generation how uh, we kind of grew up in a we at least I feel and like they the people on the podcast feel that we grew up in a good area where um, we kind of grew up with the internet when saw kind of develop and had some kind of fun with it and like 
there's like some weird kind of niche stuff that was out there uh and then it just like and now like as a kid now you're born into this thing that's just so much information that's just like hard to like really grasp whereas like it was just like everyone was like kind of like at least our generation was kind of learning as it was kind of just like going and uh now yeah, that's now, true yeah, now right? it's just like you get thrown in you're like boom go on tiktok and it's like what is this what like <laughs> yeah there's like, like little kids that have tiktok and stuff yeah and little kids get famous oh neither, don't do it do don't I, do I, it. Really. I, I just know it's little concept. videos it's yeah. kind of, like there's some it's pretty much you know vine you know vine right yeah oh yeah i remember vine yeah it's pretty much vine with music that's all it is that's nice. literally it. It's just a video and you can add music to it and that's it. I miss Vine. RIP. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in a way I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a little bit thankful that I was raised in the in the kind of generation with the beginning of the internet like where like, you know, I didn't have a cell phone till I was like what almost 20 or something and you know, it's like even when I had a cell phone, it was like the little, I love the it. Little it's like flip phones. I like it. It wasn't a. It wasn't an iPhone. I didn't have access full to full keyboard. Internet. You didn't have a full keyboard. Feel, yeah, exactly. But now I feel like it's 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 crazy. I've been reading some like articles and studies on how this kind of stuff is like affecting young children, yeah. and I'm kind of thankful that I like I didn't have to. I was outside, you know, what the hell was I doing when I was a kid? I was running around in the forest behind my parents' house. We were like, climbing up hills, throwing shit at each other, building yeah, punching forts. Punching each other in the face. Like, why not? Just like, like screwing around, being free. <laughs> and now, yeah, it's it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's even, a weird time now because I feel on. like this this generation of children, like my niece and my nephew, are like the first generation that is like experimented on of like growing up with these technologies in their household. Mm-hmm. With, with, yeah, with, with not knowing anything and not sound. knowing yeah, any of yeah. the repercussions or right. what that could be doing to their brain or to their social skills or their yeah. you know any of that. So yeah, it's weird. Wild, it's weird times. times. It's twenty twenty. But yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you uh, took advantage of it, uh, Dave, and did real well. And uh, now you're a sick graphic artist. So there you go. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, I, uh, I I loved it, man. Like I, I have like a really, uh, um, I can appreciate where technology's gone. You know? Oh, yeah, and, sure. That's uh, where, where it well, is right look, now. I mean, like I don't look understand at us right now. It, but We're in yeah, three different yeah. houses. Yeah fucking streaming never uh, thought i would be stuff. able to do this right right no, yeah. yeah it's, it's beautiful it. um there's a lot of uh a lot of beautiful things i remember in college like when i was uh studying in st Catharines, i took uh communications and business communications or business communications and some of the topic of conversation were around like computer mediated um relationships you know and like it's mm. i mean uh, I love that stuff back then um, just because I was like, you know, on ICQ, MSN, you know, and developing relationships. <laughs> MSN, Essentially, right? And yeah. then I'm like, today, these kids are living that like as a full-time reality, it seems like. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah man, there's, a lot, easily there's accessible a lot to unpack now. in that world. Of, like, For sure. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and talking back to the record too, it's just like... Um, 
I remember uh, when I was in college, this band, uh, I think they were called the Unicorns. They, uh, they were the first band that I heard that um, did their, uh, their record digitally and remotely from different parts of the world. And then there was oh, like, whoa. you what? know, in a high school, it was like a, a postal service. I think they did oh, some the of their stuff remotely it, yeah. as well. And, Shit, uh, that's a deep cut. And, and, and you, it's, it was kind of like a fun experiment this year to actually get to, uh, to do it myself, you know, and experiment with that like kind of creative process. Yeah, the, what is uh, what is true? Know. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. You can make records. You can make records with buddies anywhere now. You yeah, know, it's true. Internet connection and uh, and an audio microphone. interface, a microphone. Yeah, yeah, a couple, it's a incredible. couple, a couple other expensive things if you want it to sound good. But I guess you can like <laughs> edit it pretty good though. But there's a lot of good software out there to like uh, tune some stuff and edit now. Yeah. Did you did you do all that yourself too? Like the mixing. I did all the mixing, all the pro- uh, production myself. Yeah. Oh my. God. I love. I love it, man. I, I love that DIY, stuff. I yeah. almost love it more than like performing or more than a writing song. Sometimes, man. I just love like putting on a headphones, you know, yeah. and just getting lost in the. Yeah. You know, this has got to go I, up I, a little. This bit. has got to go up by point one dB. Left. This is hard pan right. This is hard yeah, pan yeah. left, man. Yeah. Give me like eight hours of that, and I'm completely. Content. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel you, man. I can, I can get lost for like entire days, like like <laughs> yeah, seriously entire days where I'm like, yeah. I get up in the morning, I make <laughs> breakfast and coffee, you know, I get into whatever I'm doing and then suddenly it's like one in the morning and I'm like, whoa, like what the hell did I do with my day? Yeah. I need to eat something. Like what, <laughs> what have I been doing? Breakfast I've been hunched time. over this desk, like twisting <laughs> knobs and screwing around with this mix for so long. Yeah. But I, I agree. Like I can get really obsessive. I get, I, I, I love getting into mixing and yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I've never had my own little space to do it, but now I do. And I'm excited <laughs> to get the equipment for it. So that's true. Uh, you got, probably, you have the space now yeah, to set up your own little home studio. And yeah. Stuff. I'll probably reach out and uh, ask for some tips. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Get some tips from the master. I got any good tips. My my stuff's pretty like uh, uh, I don't have a formal education in that thing, but I don't think you really need to. You just need to get a microphone. You just need to be. So, I think yeah. You just need to. Be, yeah, you just gotta to be interested in it enough to really want to do the research and dive into it. Because if you don't, you're just gonna half-ass it. I feel like. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and also, yeah. you don't really like. You can, you know, spend a lot of money on this stuff, but to be honest, I have the same audio interface and the same microphone that I had since you were playing in my band, Brock, way back in 2011, oh, two, whatever it was. Boys. Yeah, dude, but I've never, I've never, you know, I've gotten new things. Like I got a little four you just, I guess you've learned a real to real and some other stuff, but like I literally still, all the records that I put out this year were all done on this little interface and this microphone, everything. Yeah. I've never even huge. bought new gear or whatever. So you, yeah, you can, it's crazy what you can do in the modern day with such a limited budget. In 2020. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, oh man, it was funny. I was actually so I was listening to my stuff on shuffle, but I was, so I've been cranking out. Well, because you've been actually, I've, that's what I meant to ask you. I, I, uh, you approached um, 
this record different from how I would see any record in the past or just like how anyone would do it, you kind of release each, almost each song before the album came out. Do you, do you have like an explanation yeah. on that or just was like... Uh, you know what? That was a total experiment, dude. Yeah. Um, wow. Like I said, when I lost the tracks, um, it was kind of like, um, I have, a, I have like, I'm, I'm really impulsive for starters. And um, I like to like, when I create something, I just want to release it, right. get it out there yeah, and, uh, sure. you know, Old get some Daniel feedback Mano on it feel. Um, and then <laughs> move on. And the traditional way of releasing records is, you know, you create it and then you release um, the album, you know, year, like a year, single or two before, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it, that's a cool, uh, you know, way of doing it too. But this was just kind of new. Um, and because I'd already been sitting on the songs for like a year with mm. those old versions, um, it just, it just made sense to kind of like give myself um, something to do each month creatively. Where True. I could, you know, practice. Yeah, you did different artwork for each one, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry? You did like different artwork for each each release too, which was like so like Yeah, cool. I, I loved I loved I mean I loved the, the artwork for the for the full LP, but I, I I loved it was really fun for me to you know, I was excited every month yeah, yeah. for the new like new, Dave yeah. Allen That's release awesome. coming out. And yeah, you're looking fun. Yeah. It was almost it was like fun to yeah, watch and and and, yeah. and i love the artwork you did for nice. all the different singles i, I thought it was a great experiment I nice. thank you yeah yeah it, yeah i mean that's that's all it, that's all it was really it's just like um you know uh feeding the creativity beast you know just like sure. being like I, this is something i gotta do i gotta get these songs out i don't want to wait until uh getting back in the studio to re-record them yeah, yeah. and uh, i have all the tools here at home why don't For I sure. just start tackling it? I mean, with when the demons come, it was a, a similar, um, it was a similar process of recording. You know, I did a lot of the instrumentation here at home, and then I went to some buddies' places to record some more. Um, but I think one of the more interesting parts about uh, this year and releasing one song at a time is that I got to experiment with how and and, and learn a little bit of how uh, like DSPs work and how. Uh, like Spotify, iTunes, Fair, all that yeah. shit, um, and how playlists work, and how kind of like, you know, because I do a lot of my own marketing and I do a lot of my own, um, which is PR hard. Releases it's for this so record. hard. Yeah. So it's you, like, you've been a big inspiration for me with all of that. I'd like, Same I, here. I think I've really very, changed. Very, you're very organized, and uh, your your online presence is great, especially mm-hmm. like you seem like you have a bunch of PR people working for you. But <laughs> I, I, know, that. I know that you don't. <laughs> it's I know just that this, is, this is yeah. you, but uh, yeah, you're, that, you're really it's good changing. With that it's aspect. changing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, man. it's a lot I'm of work. I'm glad that you guys but... uh, pick up on that. It is a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. You know, you can kind of yeah. have fun with it. And like, um, for sure. I was like, a sh- you know, a shy away <laughs> from like social media sometimes. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. You know, it's, it's hard to like, uh, self, you know, self promote or you know, up talk yourself and yeah, for and that sure, kind of thing. For and, sure, you know, figuring out like how you want to approach um, your social identity online. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. year has been like uh, an interesting experiment where it's just kind of like you know what, all, all you can be is yourself, and you know, offer as much of it as you can. And uh, the great thing about releasing a song at a time was that you know I'm doing all this you know, creation. And then 
you release the song and then you know a month a new month kicks in and i can forget about everything that i did that month yeah and you and got I get this to new thing restart yeah, that's pretty slate. cool so it's like yeah. a fresh slate every every month so it was it was fun yeah that's yeah. cool yeah i went through like a pr company and for my single and uh like i honestly it's weird like for music i weirdly love the business side of things like i love emailing i love like trying to book shows i love like kind of trying to like i like when i used to do like more diy myself i would try and um like just yeah market myself where and this time i went pr because again i i was kind of scared of like the spotify and stuff i didn't i've never been on it and I, i didn't know much so i went pr to try and do that and it was great. Like I, I, I'm very positive on what came out of it. Um, but it, again, I, I felt detached from my single and everything going on from it. Like I just, I, you know, cause you didn't know what or where they're kind of going with things. So you just didn't know what to expect and, and everything like that. And it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, this time I'm debating doing my single, my, my other single coming uh just by myself trying to market it myself and see if i can do it that way and just again experiment just see where it goes because it's i don't know it's crazy i remember that when i had a phone call with the guy he was just like there's like five hundred thousand. no yeah yeah five hundred thousand songs that come out a day on like spotify it's like yeah it's it's fucking wild so like yeah like it's it is like it's uh, a lot of music it is a lot of music music. so for like anybody trying to put a music out there like sure there's algorithms but there's really no formula for it like there's ways that people have done it but you look at any musician you look at anybody like people change the game always like and you never know what's gonna happen like i i I don't know if you guys like my my younger sister likes a lot of different uh kind of like the mac demarco influence music so like boy pablo and stuff and like the marco's excellent yeah he's great and um yeah so like boy pablo just like got big i think they just I don't know the full history of it, but like I, I know personally what from my sister told me is like they got big on YouTube and then after that they kind of got signed because they had like a single and it, like you never know where you're going to get like you're going to get heard. So yeah. it's like and sure. I, I listened to a podcast with the Elwins um, and uh, he was talking about how kind of right now is the perfect time because everyone's kind of a clean slate almost like there's people out there with already like a, an audience, but if you're kind of getting started, you're, you're having a clean slate because everyone's having to do everything digitally and online. There's no uh, showing up to a show and like, oh, that opener is sick and then checking out that opener. So it's not like it's totally different uh, the way things are. So yeah, definitely experiment because yeah, you never know what's going to happen. I, I, I think it's cool too that you, like Fraser said, like we were looking forward to uh like a song almost every month from you and we're like yeah like you can't wait and like it's just it's awesome and then the album's out and you're just like fine and you just it's all right there it was in a way that's that's great man it was in a way like a great marketing strategy whether you intended it to be that or whether you just wanted to keep releasing music every month it did for me it was yeah you had me hooked all year (laughs) since everyone is just geared Um, online now so yeah that's that's i mean it uh you know there were some moments because i i mean i i haven't been doing it completely alone right uh garment district has been helping me and bringing bringing the songs to um uh 
the distributor and I got a Fontana North distribution for these songs. So um, Brennan's been, you know, helping me out, uh, you know, tr- trying to get the songs on some playlists when yeah, needed. Yeah, that's the hardest. Um, the and then I'd hard. be working, you know, f- more like a grassroots um, side of things, trying to get it out to like blogs and different, um, like more user-based playlists. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, yeah. yeah, so it wasn't like a completely solo i i i forget yeah. where i was going with that but yeah. there was a there's a good point in there somewhere but, yeah I, I, <laughs> you gotta really I dig, like really I'm, listen I'm, and uh, dig deep and you'll hear what he's getting at <laughs> yeah, yeah just nonsense yeah, but yeah it's, i've been i've been doing a similar approach to that i think where i've i've been still you know doing a lot of my own promotion uh a lot of my own pr stuff but i do i had a guy reach out to me a few years ago um, that offered PR help for the fuzzy undertones, but that was at the time when the fuzzy undertones was kind of collapsing. And I was like, okay, well, this is good to know. I'll be in touch if I, you know, I'm doing a project in the future. Um, and it's a, the company's called little star PR, uh, and the guy's name's Dean. And, uh, so when I started doing the solo stuff, I reached out to him and he's a, it's, it's a, it's very affordable. He and I have a very personal relationship with him. Like we have Zoom calls and we talk on the phone, and uh, he's really cares about his artists and wants to place them into uh, publications and get interviews and stuff to reach the the audience that you want to reach. Reach that kind of niche that you're going for. Yeah. Um, so I've been working with awesome. him a little bit, but I've also been doing my my own thing, reaching out to different places online um but yeah i feel like it's a it's kind of fun to have the balance of both where you're not relying everything on on a on a person or a company um you can kind of work on your own but then also like pr people do help you kind of reach that larger audience that you might not have been able to reach yeah like i i got big in uh i got big about connections which is weird that's weird. I have a lot of nice. lessons from Finland recently. Like I, I don't know anyone in Finland. Just like that's the thing. Like they <laughs> hit the market, but sorry yeah, to interrupt you there. But yeah, good shit. Yeah, I would love to hit Europe, man. I heard uh, I got buddies, the Velveteens from Edmonton. They, um, they got signed by Fierce Panda when I was uh, living out there, and then uh, they instantly, I think, went on like a German tour and just blew up from there. Supposedly, it's a spot. Wow. I don't know. I've heard from other artists too, like Eamon, Eamon McGrath. Uh, he said it's fun out there too. And like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's like a lot of Canadians that weirdly live in Germany or something. I don't know, but like, it's a. Well, also I feel like, I feel like it might have to do also with your, with the uh, kind of exotic factor of like Canadians or Americans going over to the, to Europe. And then you kind of have that, you know, people want to come out and see you because yeah. they're like, oh, you know, we got like, there's a Canadian playing tonight. We, we should go exactly. check it out. Cause I know like uh, Paul Jacobs, my buddy, has done the same thing. Like he's, that's where a lot of his audience is now actually is in Europe, in, in Germany, in France, uh, in the UK. And he got hooked up uh, with a, with a record label out there called Stolen Body Records. Uh, they're based out of Bristol and uh, they they kind of do a similar thing as Fishbomb, but 
say Fishbum in five, ten years. You know, he's a little bit older. Uh, the guy who runs the label, Alex, and he's kind of like got his shit together, um, and he's really helped Paul um, get his stuff out in Europe. And uh, yeah, that he like uh, Paul started going to Europe after I was playing in his band, but uh, yeah, apparently they're very hospitable out there as well. And I think that, again, that has to do with being a Canadian going, making that trip all the way to Europe to go to where people treat you really well. And like he was saying, at every show, they, their beer was paid for, their meals were paid for. They always had a place to sleep and people were super hospitable. They get paid well. Um, and there's some booking companies like Zoom. Also, sorry to interrupt, but I feel like that's just like the European Europe. culture too. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, that's just their culture. They're very welcoming like just of any yeah. anybody just like anyone i know uh that's from your european descent like very like you come to their house they they treat you very nice so i think it's like the, maybe the same thing not a, i'm sure there's a lot of canadians still like I, I think there are but i think that's also like another thing they're just very welcoming and nice as well so to catch you up there i just like that's what i yeah, i sure. see i don't know i've never been i've never been to europe have you guys been i've never been Never. Never. I went when sure. I was. Let's a, do it, like, boys. When I was a. Kid, All right, boys, pack your bags. We're sister, going. <laughs> I've never toured in Europe. I went to Italy, and I I have a bunch of family in England and Scotland. So I went what there is? when I was when I was a kid, but I haven't been. Oh yeah. Scottish. I've got a bloody brilliant. I got a Latvian and a British, and so I want to go out there. You know, when the time's right. I yeah, mean, I, I haven't I mean, been as an adult. So I've been planning, like, you know, for like years to get get a tour going on out there, and then this year is just kind of crush that from yeah. yeah, it's just and a big, sure. it's the biggest I mean, slap in the no face. No touring this year. Yeah, biggest slap in the face. Yeah. The fucking handprint still on the face. Like it's just, it sucks. Yeah. But it is. What yeah, it is. it's true. All my plans kind of went out the window for this year. Yeah, but that's you know, it. way she goes, buddy. It's the way. It's, it's the way. Ah, fuck. Is that fucking way it? she goes, buddy? Yeah, trailer park boys. Oh, it's just yeah, right? way she goes, Ricky. <laughs> you know, fucking way she goes. Sometimes she goes. Ricky, where, I mean, Ray's where's all the money? Ah, oh, it's Ricky just the fucking it's fucking way she goes. Fucking way the horses. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that, Ray. Like you just lost all her money. Well, no, boys. Sometimes she goes. Sometimes she doesn't. This time, <laughs> she wasn't going. Sorry, boys. Way she goes. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah. Radiations, you guys gotta fucking get it. Is can they still can they still like how long is the when are you releasing the vinyl? Like can they still get it? I'm oh yeah, of course. Pre orders, man. One, like, yeah, you can still get a yeah. campaign all that stuff, right? Yeah, oh I'm, yeah, I'm for sure. Yeah. In you, the Indiegogo campaign's still going, so like oh, yeah. um I mean okay. uh We've hit the the funding, so you can go in there and pre-order if you want, or get. Uh, there's get a, a few, signed uh, one. You can I got a signed get a thousand bucks. Get a, maybe I'll get a bunch of teamed a up concerts. So um, you got um, even a digital print if you want to pick one up. And oh, uh, yeah, also, you can get, just go to my website. I, that's where I, I direct everybody. Just davidjamesallen.ca, and you, awesome. there's an online store. All right, boom, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, fuck. I was like, I saw the home concert. I was like, fuck, do I bite the bullet? I know. <laughs> well, I was that, like, that was like a hail you know? I was like, do I not pay rent or do I bite the bullet? 
Well, weirdly enough, no. Dave, you played a concert Damn right, at man. my home. Yeah, that was beauty. That was awesome. Yeah, because yeah. you were playing at Lescalier. Was it, right. I think it was the night before or the night after. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, Mitch Hodges and I had you at our old. Dude, that's a beautiful night. On Park in Montreal. Yeah, and we, nice yeah, we party. pretty much like packed my little, little apartment there. <laughs> yeah, totally. That was actually, that was a little experiment for us. We had actually never thrown a show at our place, but uh, yeah, we got a few good artists together and that was a really good time. That was huh? a good time, man. I would do it again. Uh, yeah. Well, 100%. Soon. So I have a big kitchen. I'm not in the same apartment anymore. Oh, okay. But yeah. I do have a I have a very spacious kitchen in this place. So, if you are so inclined to uh, to ever do a little show like that again in nice. the future, uh, yeah, I'd love to have you here. I could I could definitely set something up like that again. Nice, buddy. That's good to know. Yeah. That whenever that is, I mean, I I can't even All wrap right. my head around that. Like I know, like who knows? I mean, some people are playing shows be, again. I have seen oh some people play shows. Actually, technically, I I done one. I actually I, I done actually, one myself. Yeah, too. I was not a thing. I did one too. I did like uh, I was working at an apple orchard, just parking cars, easy cash. It was great. And then uh, they're like, the girls like, I uh, heard you play music. I was like, I do play music. And then she's like. If we put you on this like fucking uh, trailer uh, <laughs> with a generator, are you gonna play some songs? I was like, hell yeah! So I did it. <laughs> Yo, fuck yeah! That's <laughs> there you awesome. go. It was sick. Honestly, it's it was like beautiful. Concert. It was yeah. yeah. I haven't done an outdoor concert in a so very long time, but it was just like an apple orchard and like it was kind of. I was like high enough. I was like over everyone and like distance because like I there was like a there was like walls on the trailer and then I could just see over like people picking apples. It was a very sunny day. It was great, honestly. I was like, God damn, I miss this. I played. It was mostly like I had to play for like two hours. So it was a lot of covers, um, yeah. but I did some of my own stuff. And they're like, and everyone just was like, didn't care anyways. They're just there for any kind of music, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. I didn't even like try and promote myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone's everyone's done one. It's easy money, yeah. right? One or one or a hundred. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just to even just to be out there, uh, even just to be out there playing music again, I uh, yeah. I cannot say the, say the same for myself. I haven't been able to play in front of anybody yet. Yeah. But almost, we almost had. Uh, I was gonna do because uh, I still had the dates for Fish Fest this year right. yeah, at, yeah. at Lesco, which was August twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, I think, and they reached out to me because this was during the time when bars had opened back up in Montreal, but there was a limited capacity. They could only have 40 people maximum, including all the staff and musicians at the venue. But I was going to, well, Brock, I even talked to you about that. There was a chance oh, yeah. that you were maybe going to come up and play that. Yeah. yeah Cause I just uh, released my myself. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was good timing. And so I was going to play, Brock was going to play, and then I had a couple other kind of like folk country uh, people yeah, from Montreal. Like and we were going to just do one night of Fish Fest instead of three nights. We're going to do one night, just have this little intimate kind of like country folk, like mellow cafe kind of evening instead. But uh, yeah, that ended up not working out because a couple of the people like bailed at the last minute and i just didn't have like i was like well it's very last it ended up being very last minute i remember that it like, was it was last minute yeah. just because they gave me the go-ahead they're like oh you still have these dates you can use yeah. them if you want and like two weeks before the show i was like oh shit 
can I do yeah. this? Can I pull this off? And I was so looking forward to that, but it just, yeah, due to a bunch of different circumstances, didn't actually end up working out. Yeah. But uh, hey, uh, always, always next year, hopefully. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, Fish Fest next year, buddy. It's gonna be wild. Nice. Um, but there is, I know, like uh, I know my buddy Johnny Sweet has been playing some like little outdoor solo shows like he usually plays with a band but he's been doing some like little things and he's from belleville so he's actually that's what i was saying when i was in prince edward driving through prince edward county recently i was coming up from bob cajun omimi area driving down kind of to the 401 to belleville area and uh yeah but he's been like i know i've i've seen you know, there is little low-key kind of like restaurant, outdoor patio kind of shows that have been going on. I, yeah, um, I've seen those. Yeah. Just out in Westport, there's this uh, place called the Cove Inn. Uh, great people there, and they have a uh, they they set up like uh, maybe it was, I don't know when it was, just after Phase Three kicked in or something. Yeah. Uh, and they set up like a their own little stage. They built a whole stage out of wood, and it's off on the corner. It's the same kind of deal. You go there. And uh, you're playing outside when the nice. weather was nice, of course, to a patio that uh, sits uh, overlooks like a little creek. Um, oh wow! And uh, it worked great because uh, you you you're so like you're separated from everybody, and all the tables are spaced. And, exactly. You can. I feel like most bars did like a very good job for the ones that have yeah. new live music, where absolutely uh, it's good for both the audience and the artists which is awesome so hats sure. off to anybody out there that owns a bar that's been doing that that's uh yeah it's good for it's good for us and it's good for them too because like people miss live music heavily so for sure you want to know what's crazy is in the states there are still states that like don't have laws about oh yeah it's wild arizona for the longest time was like very bad at it Man, they um, like there's been some states that have still been having just like regular shows the whole time. Yeah. Well, That's I wild. think Smash Mouth did like a full ass biker concert. <laughs> oh, I heard about that, man. What is so that? funny? <laughs> yeah, dude, they're all stars. That is too good. Fuck. They got that Shrek that money. They don't good. give a fuck, man. <laughs> got that Shrek money. They got that Shrek money. <laughs> but I, I've been seeing like you know like uh like I've seen Gus Clark and Charlie Crockett. Like a couple of country dudes uh, from the States have been playing. I know Charlie Crockett has a show coming up and it's at like a, I think it's at a clothing store or something, but they're doing it like out back in a field and there's a limited number of tickets and you got to wear a mask and those tables are all separated and stuff like that. So it's crazy that like even it just shows you how important music and art is to are to, to human beings and to yeah, culture in general I, I that agree. people will go these these great lengths to 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 still set up places and uh, shows that where people can showcase music yeah even though it's not your you know typical yeah. thing and it's a limited capacity and all of that but in, in a way it's a it's beautiful that you know people are still still want desperately music, to be playing yeah. there's still people who desperately want to consume that music and be part of these shows even in these tweaky weird fucking times we're living in I've ne- that's the first i've heard tweaky for explaining COVID. Tweaky, weird it. fucking time. i love tweaky it and strange yeah, well yeah. it's tweaky you know i feel like everybody's on the fritz a little bit like yeah. yo man i it is. It i is was tweaky. 
I was, uh, I was, where was I going? I went to go pick up. I have a friend who makes candles and they live in Oshawa, which is a, candles. a metro ride. I feel like that's a lost, yeah. that's a lost craft right there. Everything's like, just well, like manufactured. I feel like for candles, I, oh, man, maybe just there's, know there's lots of candles out there on Instagram and shit. If you, I gotta have candles. I love candles, but I have like, I just get like bath body works all the time. People just like give it to me. Uh, like, all right. Cause I guess the Georgia mall is like right there. It's just like, why not? So. I, yeah. You got beeswax candles, handmade oh, candles around here. Uh, yeah. Beeswax. I, yeah. Hell yeah. So I mean, the handmade candles are good. So. Yeah. I'm kind of like part of like, uh, you know, I'm into witchcraft and all this kind of stuff. You like the goth. You like of, the goth stuff. Look at your shirt, I like dude. Goth. I like magic. I like, look at that. It's fresh. I like I like death. Beauty, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but anyways, so in fact, the girl who used to live in this room, her name's Gabrielle. Um, she's been studying witchcraft for a long time and oh, has taught me a lot, actually. Um, but she makes she makes candles, ritual candles. She makes beeswax candles, soy candles. She does all kinds of stuff. So wait, 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 um, soy candles. Like soy oh, yeah. sauce, all, man. You could no. Like you just I fucking like, put some soy sauce in. No, no. You just fucking <laughs> just, light it up while you're having a Chinese dinner. You just fucking soy sauce, fucking going. Just pour some soy sauce on that. What the fuck? Sorry. And no, just, but I've never somehow you can make wild. candles from soy. Yeah, your your candle game is like is oh, off, bro. God, I'm, 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 yeah, this is insane. Like I. <laughs> I like. <laughs> Am I blowing I'm, your mind? Just, I'm just yeah, look it up. I didn't know there's like I knew there's like beeswax and like just like wax candles. I didn't know there's soy candles. Like yeah, can you, you can do a lot with? Can soy. you eat it after? Because it's soy, like it's soy based. Well, that, I think that would be the same answer as can you eat a beeswax candle after? Okay. Right. Do you me. want to? I mean, maybe you could. I don't know. My game's off. I'm kind of interested it. now. <laughs> now you're gonna be like hunting down all these I like just witchcraft candles. I just got stuff. gifted a candle. I might just fucking eat. I don't know. Like I try it that's out. Bad it's bad. It's, it's all chemical. I don't know. Sm- smoke a bowl and let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys do your thing. I'm gonna pee. So you guys just. I'm just gonna mute myself. Um, you guys talk. We got really I hard gotta, on the candles. I gotta pee too. It sounds, it sounds bad, but the beer's going right through me. I know, same. Okay, All right, let's, let's have do a quick, and then we can quick come back and, and wrap, we'll, wrap everything. Yeah, we, we're gonna wrap it up after. Yeah, yeah. Pee break number two. I like the setup. Yeah, setup's good. Pee break number two is done. Um, hopefully, all of you've been also pee breaking with us. I don't know if you have, but. Um, Maybe for next time. <laughs> how many can... how many peas can we fit in this pod? Oh man! Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! That's good. Yeah, my humor consists of mostly. That's like good. Dad Honestly, points, that's so. really good. <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah, I uh, I don't remember what we were uh, kind of discussing, but uh, we were talking about your your oh, explicit unknowledge of <laughs> nah, we don't need to get back into various times i know no one needs but to, the thing yeah. is is like i was you can go with whatever you're going with <laughs> i was going I just, somewhere I, uh, with that you probably were I, I just no but i was talking about going to visit i don't even remember right you're coming back you're like oh because i was talking because i was making candles or something by a 
I was oh, picking that's up right. a candle yeah, yeah. from my from my friend, and they live in Oshelaga. Yeah, yeah. But then we got super deep into like candle. Oh <laughs> yeah, I interrupted. Like, you I said know. soy candles, dude. I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> fucking soy dude, candles. Dude, do some candle research. It'll blow your fucking I mind. I, don't know. I feel like I could like exert my energy into something more than researching soy candles. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, whatever. But it's freaking uh, freaking nuts. Uh, I've never heard that before. But uh, I just re- I just actually realized talking about soy and, ch- and then I said Chinese food. Or, I haven't eaten dinner yet. I'm uh, I'm famished. Maybe that's why these things I are don't, actually. Don't I haven't maybe, maybe that's why these things are just actually yeah. flowing through me as well. Maybe that's the. Uh, Could be the case. case. I had a shawarma from the local shawarma place. Uh, Because I got to go straight to band practice from here. So I was like, if I don't before this, I'm going to (laughs) starve and I'm going to die. You can't go wrong with shawarma. Yeah. So good. I love that's You know what? Ottawa, best shawarma. Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa has like shawarma on every corner. How? How is it the best shawarma? I don't understand it. I don't know. They have a high shawarma spot. High. They must have a high population of Lebanese, like Arabic, uh, uh, Tunisian. Trudeau, can you confirm? We don't know. Can you tell us the population? I don't know. But, uh, but in pho, or pho, I guess is how yeah, they actually not call pho, it. Pho. What yeah. the pho, dude? I've called it pho my whole life. And also, you realize that all of the names of all the places in Ottawa are like puns on pho. So like even they know that everybody calls it pho. Like there's it's a true. place in Ottawa yeah, called IFO. There's a, another place funny. called Fo Home. <laughs> That's a good one. That's oh actually it's crazy. Like That's oh my good. god, you should. There should be a master list of all the Fo pun places in fucking <laughs> Ottawa. It's amazing. Oh, I lived there for a year. It was uh, terrible. What? <laughs> Come on. I, I, I go. We went and skated the uh, canal, man. That's good. eh? That's beautiful canal there. I like Peterborough for the same reason, man. There's like a nice. Yeah. I love Peterborough, dude. R.I.P. R.I.P. The spill. The spill is gone now. Uh, oh, that was the, actually yeah, was the only venue. venue I ever played there. Was so the good, so yeah. good. Yeah, it. Uh, we played there that one. We played there the one time. Yeah, yeah we You were playing that. with pool sharks, and I was doing. I think it was fuzzy undertones. Yeah, I played there a bunch because I was like living there for co-op work for work for a bit, and uh, yeah, fucking ruled. I miss it. You said yeah. it was like a, it's weird. I think, I don't even remember. Um, I think it was my friend that made the article, but I was just talking about how Peterborough is like this weird kind of like space where people don't really want to tour. Cause it's like, it's, it's kind of on the way, but it's, it's out of the off way. of the track. You yeah. Go it's like off. Up, like yeah. A, but it's also a university you know, like town. Hour, so it's hour like and a half off 401. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like very, it's very weird because like also it's just like there's it's a university town which is like so it's a one of the things you want to hit but then again like you're like it's just like you're going up and down and then back the 401 when people do the 401 kind of route so yeah and honestly for like not a for not being a major city it's got a pretty great like music and art scene it's got a great like queer community there it's a it's a nice it's a nice little spot you know what that was uh the last show i played before uh kind of quarantine and pandemic it was in peterborough no and uh, we had the band going, and we did this awesome show at uh, 
the Gordon Best Theaters. Oh you know, my God, I uh, love that cool. spot. There. Oh my God. Yeah, man, it was it was it was awesome. And uh, Mary Doust and uh, my partner Amy Ladine were doing projections uh, for all the bands throughout nice. the night, like live oh, improvised projections. Man, it was it was a super special moment. That's cool. Uh, like it was a kind of a nice, I mean, a bittersweet way to go into not playing shows for those year but yeah, that's cool. and in those those uh folks in peterborough really ripped it up you know and oh, there's this uh, nick uh position uh who uh was a local artist on the bill fantastic songwriter what a like a nice. cool voice if you want to dive into some peterborough arts check him out and there's uh, cool, this cool. other band little rapids i was like oh yeah i've heard, I've heard a little performer yeah uh, little rapids they were i've heard of them incredible that's great uh what is your lineup uh or it, uh, for that show for example what who like uh what is the lineup that you play with for 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 that we do like i uh three piece it's easier to transport so like for band for sure shows, for sure we'll do like uh uh, ben Lemon and uh, my good buddy Evan Bunnell on the drums for that particular show. Cool. And then Ben's playing bass. Ben, yeah, Ben's playing bass. Yeah, because he played bass in Stone Trotter, yeah. right? He's the best. Yeah, he, he's the best. Like, countering back to like, yeah, he, he's an awesome dude. dude. He's and, the uh, best bass player. The family the man. Point. He's got new new kid now. He's, oh, really? He's a second kid. Second kid. Wow! Congrats, oh, wow. Ben. Sorry. If you're listening, yeah, Ben, totally. congrats. Um, That's awesome. We're getting back into the studio at the end of the month to do. We're at the start of next <laughs> month to do some more recording. Ooh, keep your and, eyes uh, peeled, folks! Amazing. He's a he's a gem. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, actually. I don't know if uh, Amy's ever mentioned this, but I used to work with her at McDonald's in in Barry. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. I used to work for McDonald's. Oh yeah, in like her, and I think oh, it was awesome. It was her. I don't know if she was friends with her. They just because of McDonald's, but it was on the 400 North. It was her and her friend Amanda. And they yeah. were working. They worked. The, they worked oh, the front. Buddy. They worked yeah, the front, yeah. and I was in. I was in the back making. Oh, stuff. at the drunk McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. So I just the one like, that was like open twenty four hours by yeah. the highway. Yeah, it's like an honor. Yeah, yeah. The second we get off this burgers. call, I'm gonna go ask her about that. That's <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's funny. She still I, has nightmares about that place, man. It's wild. It was oh, wild I can imagine. Place, honestly, like, like, I saw wild like place. fights there and shit. Yeah, I saw some yeah. wild fights. People just like they, done they, the dumbest stuff. I went and, like. It's not broke. even the nightmares. I think it's more so like the, uh, the like, uh, you know, consistent actions, and you're like oh, working the my counter. Gosh. And, like, I'm not even kidding you. It's embedded you get, in like, my in brain this. where I could like go to a McDonald's. And just fucking make every single like classic, like anything that's like been on the menu forever, like Big Mac, Quarter Pounder, yeah. everything. I would just be muscle memory and I'd just crush these kids because I remember made two, four weekends where just like you'd go in and it'd be an eight hour shift. And then you go in and just already be like packed out the door. You do uh, a two hour shift or two hour kind of break till you're breaking. You're like just pumping out cheeseburgers. And then all of a sudden some taps you on your shoulder, like, Hey, what do you need? And they're like, you're on break. I'm like, you're like, what? It's only been like 10 minutes. Like, dude, it's been two hours. You're like, yeah, dude. Yeah. I used to, I used to work at the one downtown and Spenny used to work there too, actually. And yeah, that's actually the longest job I ever held. I worked there for three years. (laughs) Most of the time I was kind of like a weird, like homeless teenager and, Oh, yeah. I got arrested there actually. I got arrested in the McDonald's <laughs> after my shift and uh, I didn't show up for the rest of the summer. And then I called them at the end of the summer. I was like, Hey, I'm kind of I'm broke. And like, you want to come in tomorrow? It was like, nice. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah. But Take you know what? McDonald's, I like, eh? 
Yeah, they help you out. They always need people, and also oh, they're yeah. like they go through people like crazy. So yeah, the turnover rate there is wild. And yeah. also, you know, I worked there at that point. I had worked there for like two years. They yeah. knew I was a good employee. They knew yeah. I smoked weed, and that's what I got. Went to work and worked <laughs> and did your thing and didn't complain. That's what yeah, they, exactly. that's what they're looking for. Flip yeah. a good burger. Yeah, it's that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I meant to say because I think I saw in a picture with you once. I was like, I fucking worked with her. <laughs> Man, that's funny, dude. Oh, hilarious! Small, yeah, yeah. Small world. Oh uh, yeah. Barry, Ontario. Very. It's a Barry, smaller Ontario. place. I, than I worked. Like, I mean, who hasn't worked at McDonald's? Like, I, I worked at McDonald's on Bayfield for like oh. you know, short-lived, maybe a month and a half, two months. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's near my new place now. I might go get a burger soon. I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah, plugging. We're McDonald's. plugging McDonald's. It's a family-run. Uh, this is this is uh, family-run. Family-run independent restaurant. <laughs> check it out. They got really good. They have really great food. homemade burgers. It's only in Barry, McDonald's, only in Barry. Quality event. <laughs> only in Barry. <laughs> but yeah, we Except should, for the uh, fact that I can see the M's out my window down there. Oh, you motherfucker. Um Yeah, we should probably wrap up. It's uh it's been yeah. a, it's been a great pod, honestly. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Uh it's very long, I'll tell you that. So it's great. Yeah, I mean we almost got two full hours in yeah, here. Yeah, amazing. To work with, uh, so. Love it. So um Thanks for hanging. Any, yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for, for coming on, be on the here. first guest. Uh, do you have any yeah, uh, any other plugs? Even though you know, obviously, you got your you yeah. want to plug your record again and any other links. Uh, yeah, go 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 check out the record on Bandcamp and Spotify and all that stuff. Um, DavidJamesAllen.ca website's got all the details. Um, and uh, Buy a vinyl. Buy a vinyl. Yeah, buy, buy a, a vinyl. I'm getting a signed vinyl. vinyl. Yeah, you boys, thank you so much. Man. Yeah, yeah. We uh, want to see that dream come true. I appreciate sure. you, you know, setting this up and trying to spread the word a bit. Um, oh, for sure. means a lot to me. And, yeah, man. Uh, That's great. Yeah, man. I'm real pumped about this record. I think it's a good collection of songs. Oh, it was uh, it. As a hell of a fun process. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next the next album. So that's what I'm all about right now. I'm also this one in the ears and start creating again. Hell yeah, Wait. buddy! All right, yeah. Fred, you got any plugs, dude? <clears throat> any plugs? plugs. Uh, I mean, that's my main plug, honestly. That's yeah. I've been listening I've been listening to Dave's record for the past few days, soaking Thanks, it up. Bud. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, I got nothing off the top of my head. Um, sure. I'm just gonna. I got nothing to plug, but I'll plug McDonald's because their food is disgustingly, <laughs> disgustingly delicious. So gross. Go eat a che- greasy cheeseburger in the morning. If well, I don't. I don't know when this is gonna release, but if you've been drinking in the morning, I know you're getting that greasy cheeseburger. So go, <laughs> go for it. Um, but yeah. Uh- Happy yeah. Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, fuck. I'm plugging. Sorry, plugging Jason. They were, they were, Friday the thirteenth. Shout out to Jason Voorhees. Fucking, shout out to Jason's mom for being a good mom uh, and uh, seeking revenge on the murder of her child. Boom. That's that's it. from the first one. All right. Well, that's like have, uh, you, have you seen have you seen Scream where she where the where the where he's like really. who's I'm the who's the guy, killer dude. in Friday the Thirteenth and then they say Jason and it's actually the wrong answer because in the first movie the killer is his mom. Oh, 
Oh, we Boom. got some deep cuts horror here for this horror movie. If you like horror movies, <laughs> Easter egg, man. That's just that is a new story. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, some IMDb trivia shit. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm like a I'm a horror movie uh, fucking encyclopedia. So I know maybe, we're ending. Maybe it, one day we can have a show about just, that. J- just before uh, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Have you seen that? Yeah. What a fucking movie, man. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Like oh, yeah. the sixty, what is it, sixty eight or it's something? It's like oh, yeah, because they've yeah. done all kinds of parodies and like other like remakes of it, but the original one, Dude. yeah, groundbreaking ah. for the time. Wild, yeah, wild times. Okay, all hey, right, boys. you guys. Yeah, yeah it's been great. It's been great. Thanks for hanging yeah, out, man. Great thanks, for, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yes, yeah, and Good yeah, we'd love it. we'd yeah. love to have we'd love to have oh. you on the show again in the future yeah. sometime. Yeah, have let's a, do it. Have a good uh, good night, boys. See ya. All right. Thank you. God bless.